Welcome to the Coach's Cup podcast. I'm Coach Judith Fender with the No BS Weight Loss Program. And I am Sonia Green from Sonia Green Coaching. And last week we were dropping some hints as to what this week's podcast was going to be. And so here it is, y'all. Disappointment. And when Sonia and I were pre-gaming about this and we were chatting about it and how this topic came to be is when our, we get clients who are really stuck in disappointment, right? I think I, last week I called it toxic disappointment. I don't know that that's a definition, but that's really when it becomes a problem for people yeah. and what they don't realize, right? Of course, is it's a, it's a feeling coming from your thoughts that you're, that is when people really begin believing and swirling in the disappointment and making the disappointment about themselves yeah. as a person, as a whole, like the big picture. Yeah. Yeah. And it becomes a problem then, and it continues to be a problem because then they just want to get rid of it. Right. Right. Hence more buffering. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And lots of, you know, all the buffering ways, all the othering, as you like to say, mm-hmm. the drinking, the eating, the shopping, the Facebooking, the flexing. Yes. Mm-hmm. That rather than feeling it. Feeling it. Yeah. And nobody, I mean, you know, if somebody comes up to me and says, here's a cup of disappointment, would you like some? I, no, no, I wouldn't. It's like, it's like a cup of shame. I could, you know. <laughs> <laughs> not not something I'm, I'm wanting to partake of but it happens it's a feeling just like any other feeling right and that's funny to hear you call it like a cup of disappointment <laughs> <laughs> so when I, I was trying to think like at, so at some point with feelings like personally I can remember being that person swirling in disappointment, especially when it comes to like we were talking about earlier, weight loss. Yeah. And, you know, really like feeling the disappointment, wearing it like, like, like the shame shot, like it felt that real. I know for me, my problem was always, I conflated disappointment, let's say with not losing weight with me being a disappointment right personalizing it yes yes it was all about me it wasn't it went from I'm disappointed because the scale didn't move to I'm a horrible person because I can't do anything right and the scale you know and and just totally diving in so that's that's what often happened for me. That's how it became toxic because I conflated all of those feelings. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when, when we understand that we have disappointment and then we're experiencing it, like what, then what do we do with it? Right. And that's becoming like, how do you get that learner's mindset? Yes. Oh, I love that. That learner's mindset. Mm-hmm. And versus, you know, because if you're personalizing it, you're making it a personal assault on yourself. Whereas if you can take on that learner's mindset, then you are breaking it down. You're creating resiliency. You are getting into that like anti-fragile mindset where, where you are realizing that it's going to be messy. It's part of the process. And this is how I learn. And this is how I grow. 
where the other way you're just like digging yourself down in a hole more about me. I'm such a loser. I'm such a problem. I can't do anything right. Like the, the thoughts continue to support. Yeah. So somewhere it's that, that defining line where you have to reach in and then, and, and practice. It requires again, I think I have, we had one podcast yet where we don't talk about being present or being aware or being conscious of what is going on and what you're thinking. Yeah. No, you're, you're exactly right. Yeah. I had all kinds of thoughts as you were saying those things um, because you're hitting all those nails right on the head that having that learner's mindset that makes us pliable, that makes us flexible, that means we're growing versus that fixed mindset. Yeah. It's, that's the thing that we reach for because that's probably that's that probably has been our norm exactly yeah how we do one thing is how we do just about everything we yes yes but we we don't have to live that way we don't have to be that brittle because that's what it is right that fixed mindset it's very brittle we're attacking ourselves what did you say you used a great term there that we assaulting ourselves yes yeah versus the learner's mindset, which is curious. And I, to me, I, I don't know why, but I think about learner's mindset. I think about growth mindset. So it's a very green, lush way to live my life. And looking at things that way, it's not personal. I'm not the disappointment. I'm not ashamed of me. I'm just out here learning and practicing and getting better every day. Right. And that's even like a strategy that you can use is that I'm getting better every day. When you, when you are assessing your day, hopefully you're doing some form of assessment. You're not just out there, you know, living on hope, right? Hopium. (laughs) That's Corinne calls it because if you're living on hopium, then, then you're not having the intentionality and then you're setting yourself up for disappointment versus, you know, again, that growth mindset, the learner's mind, that learner. I think about, I think about kindergartners. I think about when children are playing and they're learning for the sake of learning and they're going to what they, um, to what they gravitate towards and that, that natural tendency and it's fun and it's exciting mm-hmm. and, if we could all just adopt that, that type of mindset on how we do, Ooh, I'm doing a little thinking about some, thinking about some things I'm doing here. Like, yeah, Judith, where can you put your kindergartner mindset on? <laughs> Absolutely. No, I was thinking about that the other day. So full disclosure, we have a five-year-old granddaughter and for those keeping score at home, a nine-year-old son. <laughs> fingers and toes yeah 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 so so our granddaughter has been spending a lot of time with us lately she's just started started kindergarten and my son's in third grade and so they were playing school the other day when they got home from school and you know she had all of her dolls lined up and and my son he was yeah yeah (laughs) playing school and she was teaching everybody things and I thought you know that's that's the fun of it, right? She was she was reinforcing the things she learned at school that day. Yes, yes. 
And that's how we should be approaching even the hard subjects, like especially especially the hard, <laughs> yeah, especially the hard subjects, like disappointment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I love that. And part of you know, kindergartners aren't comparing themselves to each other either. They're not going well. Well, they may be on the crayon box. I don't know, but they're probably still sharing crayons. It's been a while since I've had a kindergartner, but in my mind, y'all play with me. You know what I'm talking about here, but they're not, they're not comparing how many spelling words so-and-so got right or whatever. They're just like loving that, that their friend is, is having a good time and that everyone is kind of like going on the same vibe of of um, feeling good and being excited about about being there and not being afraid. Yeah, absolutely. No, I love that. And that's, you know, when when we can turn disappointment, when we can turn the temperature down on it, then we can look at it the same way. And like we would never say to our kindergartner, so disappointed that you didn't learn all these things today or whatever we would say that we say to ourselves yes and make it mean colossal failure yeah you know but looking towards what did I learn today and how can I grow from this and what worked and what didn't work right and if I was going to do this again how could I improve improve on this and and I will say that you know sometimes switching gears here a little bit, but sometimes the disappointment is not something that we have done. It's something we're disappointed in, you know, maybe um, I didn't get that job that I applied for, or, you know, maybe it has some, I was expecting somebody else to do something and they didn't follow through or whatever. At At those times, it serves us not to try to just, push it away, push it under the rug. You know, it serves us to sit and actually feel it. And I have, I'm I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 please don't apologize. No, no. (laughs) I have gotten to the point because I know over the years that has been my automatic response to try to push feelings away. So I now I will set aside a certain amount of time and and that may seem silly to people, but this is how it works best for me. So if it works for you, then take it. But I will set aside a certain amount of time and it depends on what the thing is and how much I'm feeling it. And I will say, I'm going to feel this uncomfortable feeling for 15 minutes. I'm going to sit with it for 15 minutes. I'm going to sit with it for today mm-hmm. and then I'm going to move on. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, the time really depends. But if I say that to myself and I plan for that, then I'm actively processing it. I'm not trying to just get rid of that. I don't say, well, they couldn't help it. I shouldn't feel this way. That mm-hmm. doesn't serve me at all. Yeah. So I'll actually just sit with it and process through it for a specific amount of time. Yeah, I think, I think, I think that my process right now, I think I'm to the point where I can, I just have those, those compassion where I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. You're just feeling disappointment. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. 
it's not a, it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, now I say that I am sure there is something that it's happening somewhere, but in this moment, that's what I believe to yeah. be true is that I am rolling through most of my emotions. Yeah. Except I do still deal with, uh, oh, this is funny. I got coached on it today. Um, like perfectionism in believing there's a right way to write something. I still, I, uh, I have literally really, Judith? thousands of dollars at this point <laughs> on the same thing. <laughs> I think about that. I'm like, Judith, how much money? Like you were talking, I think it was the last podcast we were talking about money, throwing money at your problem and yeah. not like trying to yeah. solve it. Like that's me. Like how many sessions are you going to believe that there is some right way that I'm convinced I'm going to get an A for content and a D on grammar. <laughs> That, that's all that matters <laughs> I don't know what to do with you about it I know you uh, like even even me as a college professor I can't get you to believe but anyway that's that's neither here nor there structure there has to be there where show me the structure yeah, <laughs> yeah. I hear me I hear me yeah. let me look over my notes here while we're taking this little um I've got in my notes anticipate the struggle and the mess yeah. Anticipate it. Not, you know, I, I think at this age, surely in our fifties, if you haven't figured out disappointment for yourself, then working backwards from like, if you're thinking like your life's a shit show or this is a problem or whatever, like, yeah, let's just, let's kind of just normalize that language just to kind of get it in a space of neutrality and then try working up for there. Like, well, what did, what did I learn today? Just one thing, just something tactical to hold on to. But if, I don't know. I have all kinds of thoughts. I'm not sure who our listeners are and where they're at on all the live, but hopefully they're practicing something we're saying. Oh, I, after last week, they better be taking five minutes to practice. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Did you get that piano solo on there? I'm just yeah, kidding. Yeah. But no, I, I like to, and, and sometimes when I'm doing visualiz- visualizations, I like to think about me and growth and I think about the color green about being flexible and growing and so curiosity I have equated with the color green now Mm -hmm. I I know that's it's supposed to be envy but that's curiosity for me because it means that I'm growing and I'm Mm -hmm. flexible that I'm not getting rigid and that's brown and like I think of like of a loose feeling, like I think for so long with anxiety that I always felt so constricted and tight and like having that gripping control, even though mm. it wasn't true, but my body was feeling it. So okay. now, now I have what I believe to be, you know, just even like, am I holding on too tight? How can I let loose type getting into my body more of what am I feeling? Because have I told you about my telltale sign in my, my pelvic floor? Have we talked about that on a podcast? Uh, I don't know if we've talked about it on a podcast or just, just between friends. Between, well, you know, I, I'm pretty open about this and I think, I think it's worth saying, like, I believe somebody needs to hear this and that's, can, you could not have convinced me that my pelvic floor pain was caused from my anxiety ever in a thousand years. I was convinced I needed back surgery. That's how bad it would you. I mean, 
that let's just stop and think about how many surgeries have happened. I cannot imagine. I would have let anybody cut to stress. Right. Right. And you know, the research is out there that back surgeries aren't really effective. Like there's that I've going to done the search for my husband, but all this to say, so in my pelvic floor, after having the fascia released over many sessions, I can now it's my telltale I'm air quoting I can feel the tension building there. Like it's, it's always like just a little tender. I'm always have awareness of it. And so how this comes into disappointment or feelings, or I literally can tell in my body, am I holding on? Oh, you're holding on too tight. You need to relax. Let's breathe. Let's go down into the pelvic floor. Let's expand, you know, because you're holding on too tight. You're not breathing. Let's open Mm -hmm. up. Um, And so somatically when I'm in that place I believe the energy is flowing better I'm much more receptive I'm growing in the physical sense as well as the mental yeah yeah no it it absolutely our bodies betray us every time whether it's disappointment whether it's shame whether it's sadness guilt you know all of those are we hold we hold them in our bodies we just do Mm -hmm. so Maybe something we've said today helps you let go of that just a little bit. Would be great. That would be the goal. Yep. All right. Anything else? Uh, I'm checking over the notes. It's looking pretty good here. Don't make it personal. Yeah. Don't make it personal and don't stuff it down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Awareness, folks. Yeah. We need awareness t-shirts. That's what we need. What did you learn? What did you learn today? Yeah. What will you do next time? What did you gain? This is all a growth experience. Just a journey. What is Gabor Mate? Do you know who he is? Have we talked? Uh-huh, I do. Yes. Um, I love when he quotes uh, Johnny Cash. It all goes down in your mind. You know, it's apparently Johnny Cash has a song, something about hell. What is the song? I, I am not. I know. I know. I'm not a Johnny Cash fan, <laughs> but, I, but I'm a Gabor Mate fan. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, I think I think we're good. Allow and accept. Anticipate the struggle. Don't compare. Did we cover all that? Uh, we did. I think so. Right. Yeah. Experience it like a kindergartner. Gardener. Yeah. Fun. Have fun. Be a kid. Be creative. All right. If you are looking for coaching. You can find me at SonyaGreenCoaching.com or on Instagram at Sonya, S-O-N-Y-A underscore Green Coaching. And you can find me for coaching with the No BS Weight Loss Program. I am a uh, private one-on-one coach. And you can find me on Instagram at JustJudy, J-U-S-T-J-U-D-I-E. And on the Coaches Cup Facebook page. Yay! <laughs> yeah. There. Yeah. Like- your um how you grew today and share your your vision of what uh a growth mindset what it looks like to you what does it feel like to you in your body when you're growing or when you're allowing your feelings versus holding on or stuffing them down yeah what do you do with disappointment all right we'll see you next week